Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Dan is with us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Good morning, Daniel. How you doing? I'm doing great. How about you guys? Doing well. Great to have you back home here in St. Louis. The Toronto Blue Jays in town tonight. Michelle and I were just talking about how cool it is for families to experience those major league debuts. And you and I have talked about this a lot. It's cool for you, too, to call major league debuts for guys like Libertor on Saturday night. And and, uh, Gorman, his first opportunity to appear before the St. Louis fans, at least, on Saturday as well. Absolutely. I, I love it. I mean, I've been around those guys uh, the last couple of years down at spring training and had a chance to do some events with them as well um, and have met their, their parents and loved ones. So it's really cool. I, I know Matthew had a, a ton of people there on Saturday, and a lot of that is crossover from Nolan Gorman making his debut on, on Friday night. So it, it's great. I, I love seeing it. It's going to be fun tonight, I think, when if and when we see Gorman, uh, you know, make his Cardinal debut at home. And uh, the fans don't miss a beat, man. They recognize it. And I give John Hewlett a lot of credit, too, when we're at home. He always recognizes a Major League debut, and whether that's with the Cardinals or the, the opposition, which is really neat because it's a, a moment that uh, that young man will never, ever forget. Matter of fact, I was talking to, to Derek Shelton, the, the, the Pirates manager, about that. And he grew up, you know, going to a lot of Cardinal games. Um, matter of fact, his, his mom and dad, their first date was going to see the Cardinals play, and Bob Gibson was on the mound. So, wow. you know, it's it's a meaningful place to come. And he said that uh, he loves, loves when the, the Pirates are in town and there's a Major League debut, and he, and he gets to hear that from the visiting uh, PA and the and the fans, you know, recognize it. So it's it's very cool. Dan, did you call Albert's first home run? Uh, I believe I did, yes. I, I know I called his first hit, which was in Colorado, and I believe his first home run, I bet Randy knows, but I think it was in Arizona. That's correct. Yeah. Well, Dan, so, with, yes, I did. with two more this weekend, he's getting closer to 700. Hopefully you'll get to call that one, too. I'll tell you what, you know, you, you're about, what, a third of the way through the season, um, and I, I think the second half, I was talking to Ollie about this, the, the second half in St. Louis is going to be amazing because the place is going to be packed with the understanding that those two guys, this is it. I'm not sold on Wayno this being his final year as long as he continues to pitch like he is um, and continues to build a resume for Cooperstown. And I think he likes that. I think he's you know competitive, obviously. But uh, the other two, this is for sure it. And uh, that second half, man, uh, they feed off the crowd, so it wouldn't shock me one bit that uh, he's going to get close. I think we'll get to, I mean, we're asking a lot. We're asking for 17 home runs. I, I don't think it's going to get done. I hope I'm wrong, but it sure makes it uh, interesting here down the stretch of this season of what, what could be for a team that could be pretty good and uh, at a player going for milestones. But I, I, I'll say this, Michelle, every time that these guys play, 
I have to check the notes and I have to check on all kinds of different things to make sure I don't miss anything. Mm. So, for instance, like Albert, this weekend just passed Willie Mays in games played. That, to me, is incredible. And then with what he did yesterday, he uh, he passed Willie Mays in total bases. So it's just like he's in the top five or top four or top three of a lot of different massive major offensive categories that will maybe never be broken again. I mean, a lot of things that he's coming up on that are are just historic. And it's, and it's also in Cardinals history, even though he left for the 10 years, he's also moving up in, in that list. And so is Yachty. You know, Yachty just moved past uh, Ted Simmons in home runs and Kenny Boyer in runs batted in. And for a guy that was known as a, a glove guy behind the plate, now he's in the top ten of a lot of St. Louis offensive categories and a lot of just catching categories. He's now, I think, sixth all-time alone in hits by a primary catcher, ever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that are that are happening here every single time that they step on the field. Hey, Dan, I, I think as fans we have an expectation of Matt missing at least a start. So with that being the case, what was your impression of Libertor? Is he a guy that you'd like to see another start for? Sure. I, I think he could I think you you've gotta you gotta polish the diamond here a little bit. Um I think there's some things that are going on with him. There's some rough edges with that diamond that, that need to be refined, but you you saw it in and I think you saw it in spring training too, where he's downhill um, and he's throwing roughly, at, on average, 92, 93. He can pop 95, 96. You saw some really good breaking balls. And I think one of the things that teams would do against him is that they would load up right-handed batters, which he's had some issues with in not only giving up hips, hits, but also giving up home runs. So when I'm saying refining, I mean he's he's got to be better with the third pitch, which is probably his changeup. But we forget he's, what, 22 years old, I guess, now? So, um, yeah, I, I think there's something there that's uh, to build on and, and something that looks really, really good. I, I don't think we should overlook, by the way, the job that Rondon did yesterday. Mm-hmm, true. And and Rondon, every time that he's pitched, which has been very, uh, you know, it's not it doesn't happen very often. He, he has had a major league appearance. I thought he was good last year in that appearance. And then yesterday... He saved the Cardinals. You know, I was talking with Ollie on the uh, the the charter home. I said, "Man, Rondon may have won you the game yesterday." I said, and, he, and Ollie's just shaking. He's uh huh. <laughs> and then he's like, "I go, and he saved your bacon with the bullpen." He goes, uh huh. <laughs> I, I said, "That's pretty darn good." He said, "Uh huh," something like that. So, uh, you, you know, you go into this series tonight with Toronto and a very good team where you should feel pretty protected in your bullpen. Um, he was able, you know, and the other guy was T.J. McFarland, who's still trying to work out some things and, and get right. But by what he did in giving you length and giving you three innings, um, it really does save the bullpen for what could be a, a tough two-game series starting tonight with Toronto. Dan, a guy who's been so impressive to me so far this season is Tommy Edmond. How valuable has he been to the Cardinals at, here at the quarter mark of the season? Well, I, I said on the game the other night, Michelle, is that you have maybe the all-star second baseman of the National League out in center field. So, <laughs> yes. you know, and he's going to play a lot of shortstop now with, with what's going on with DeYoung and with the emergence of Gorman. And I think Gorman, you've you got to play him against right-handed pitching for sure. Um, and that means that Tommy Edmond goes to short and then Sosa maybe is on your bench. And that, that could be a lot of the rotation that we're going to see and so if Gorman's not starting and it's against a lefty, let's say he comes off the bench 
and it's a right-hander on the mound, then you can shift Tommy to short. I mean, he, he's just so versatile that he's he's giving you a chance to uh, manipulate your lineup in a positive way. So um, the other thing I, I've noticed this year, and I, I brought it up on one of the games over the, the, this weekend, I said, you know, if you want to start the runner in this spot with Tommy at the plate, I said, you can do that now. And I'm not so sure that the Cardinals would have done that last year because of the fact that he has swing and miss. I mean, he's he's going to strike out his fair share. He's not doing that this year. He's made an adjustment. Now, don't get me wrong. He's had his fair share of strikeouts here in the last, I think, three weeks. But generally speaking, on, on whole, this year he hasn't done that. He's drawn more walks, and uh, and he gets on base, and he's versatile. He's just a really good baseball player. So, he gives uh, Ollie some options that maybe you didn't think about going into the season. Hey, Dan, how was doing radio yesterday? Uh, it took me back to my roots. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> and um, I, I got to say thank you to John Rooney and, and to Rick Horton. Um, they approached me in Kansas City, and, and John just said, hey, I, I, got, I need to talk to you. And I thought, uh-oh, what did I do? <laughs> and he pulled me aside. He said, hey, we, we want you to be a part of our broadcast um, when you're not doing television for the postseason. And I, 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 mean, I was floored. And I, I said, are you serious? He, yeah. He goes, we really want you to be a part of this. You know, you've been doing it forever. We think the fans would love it. You know, and it's not right that when postseason baseball gets here that you're not on, on the air and a part of our team. And he said, this is a team. And uh, welcome to our family, too. And I... And I it was first class move by John, and and it's all John. And um, and I know Ricky's you know very very supportive of what I'm doing, and Claybs. I should mention Mike Claiborne too, and the organization. And uh, on the bus going, uh, you know, it's a long trip from, as you know, Michelle, going from um, Times Square in that area in, in the city in New York to mm-hmm. to get to Queens and traffic and all that stuff. And he said, hey. He said, how about uh, you guys aren't doing the game Sunday? And I said, no. And he goes, he goes, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm just hanging out. He said, why don't you come on the air with us? Just sit in the whole game and, and you know, do a couple innings, and, and uh, we'll have some fun. And we had a blast. And those guys have just treated me so well, um, and I'm just so thankful that they did that because they don't have to do that. Um, and in this business, which it can be very territorial, as you know, guys, um, they've been great. So it was a lot of fun to do. I need to get a lot better. I need to get back on my chops on some of that radio stuff, but uh, it was a lot of fun to do, for sure. That's great, and you did a great job. It was fantastic. Thank you. It was fun. Good to have you with us, and we'll be checking you out tonight as the Cardinals take on the Toronto Blue Jays for a two-game series. Now, the Blues play tonight, too? They do play at 830, <laughs> yeah, but they're on, uh, they're on TNT. Okay. All right. Well, tune in early, then. Hopefully, yeah. we have a quick game, and then you go watch the Blues. I like that idea a lot. All right, guys. Thanks, well, Dan. Thanks for having me. You bet. See you later. Okay, see Thank you me. next week. Bye-bye. That is the voice of the Cardinals on Bally Sports. That is Dan McLaughlin. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. 
Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.